welcome back to another episode of Junk Tank Think with Katie and Eden. Today we're going to be talking about women in post-punk and also women in music altogether as it was International Women's Day this Monday that's just gone and it's also Women's History Month all month. So this Monday was International Women's Day and the whole month of March is Women's History Month and so we thought we'd like to sit and address some issues that we see developing. We don't see this as, we don't mean for this to be as a negative episode because that's definitely not the case and we aim to uplift and inspire women in as many ways as possible but first there is a couple of issues that we feel we need to address. On a more positive note at the end of this episode, or like towards the middle, we'll be recommending some women that we really like in the industry and some bands that feature women. And there's a playlist for that up on Spotify. It's called DTT Present Women in Post-Punk. It'll be in the description of this and on all the socials. But yeah, if you want to check that out, there's some women that we think deserve to have their voices heard as much as the shouty men in the industry. So let's get down to it. Go on then. My first bone to pick, and I can, I can feel the anger already from the angry men that are going to be listening to this. You're not progressive if you only like an artist because they have an attractive woman in the band. No, I agree with this. I think that with the bands that are sort of pushing through who are women within this genre of music from alternative to post-punk, I feel like they're only getting picked up on because they have an attractive female. Like, they are all talented musicians. Don't get me wrong, whether we're speaking about Wolf Alice or George Ellery from Black Crunch and New Road. Um, They're really talented women and they're talented bands and I love them both a lot. But a lot of people talk about the women within these bands because they are deemed conventionally attractive Definitely. And then you have the double standard of. If I was to say, right, this is going to be embarrassing in case, but if I was to say, I like the murder capital because I find James McGovern really fit, it would be, wait, that's wrong. You don't actually like the music. Literally, literally. Men who will do it. And Georgia from Black Country New Road and Ellie Rosal are the two that I think about the most. Like, yes, you can like the music and yes, you can find them attractive. But if I was to say about men in music, half of things that you say about, like, Ellie in particular, it would be like, wait a second. This is wrong. Yeah. Like, there's this thing that I feel I see a lot is that when people say younger than us listen to bands like we do, especially young girls, say, like, they listen to, like, Fontaine's DC or Murder Capital or Shame. There's this thing that people, usually older men, believe that, oh, she's only listening to that because she wants acceptance from men or she wants, I don't know, she finds them attractive. Back as well, right the way back to, like, I don't know. I was on stand for a really young and I was me on Vibesauce stan Twitter. Oh my god, me when too. I was like, when I was like 12, 13, it was just before the album came out, when She Looks So Perfect came out. Yeah. But 
it was always, oh, it's just like you find them attractive. That's why you like them. When I genuinely liked the music. Yeah, but and I suppose this also... Those comments only came to me because I was a teenage girl who enjoyed the music. And I and suppose it's this also... thing that I've been very aware of. Like, don't say that you find those attractive because someone might think you won't listen to them because you find them attractive. I suppose it all as well works like with, like... And find them attractive. K-pop, no. K-pop is obviously the big craze of Twitter and they make fan cams and whatever, but it's actually to promote the music and the music videos. The more views they get, the more music video views they get. But there's always this thing of strange men on Twitter that they only listen to it because they find the men attractive. And I suppose it also links back to like liking a boy band when you were younger, whether that be JLS or one direction there's always oh you you only like like it because you find them attractive it's not Literally. conventionally good yeah, music if someone hasn't said it by now in the replies to one of our tweets or something they'll definitely be thinking it you're allowed to find them attractive and you're allowed to like the music why is there this double standard though when it's women that are doing both exactly well, i'm not saying you can't fancy ellie from wolf alice i fancy her just as much as you do but the sort of that double standard of it's okay for you to say whatever you want. Like, but if I was to say it, especially as a teenage girl, it would be, right, you don't actually listen to them then, do you? Yeah, it's like frowned upon. It was like, I think it was last Friday that Wolf Alice were on Jules Holland and like it was all over my timeline as it should have been because it was a beautiful performance but there was a lot of people who were just posting oh Ellie looks so stunning Ellie looks Ellie's like this Ellie's doing this whatever and it's just like yeah she is a beautiful woman and no one's saying you can't say those things by the way before so that's what but she's not in a band because she's pretty Literally. She's in a band because she's talented. And I feel like this is something that doesn't happen with men. Like, nobody is listening to, like, I don't know. I don't really know who to single out here. Nobody's You're listening to... You're going to with me here. But I'm going to say the blinders. Okay. Obviously, they are quite attractive. But they're not exactly the most attractive man, men in the world. Tom, if you hear this, I am sorry. <laughs> I, men I mentioned this to Ollie yesterday, like, Tom's not that attractive compared to other men. But if, yourself, like, okay. if, a woman, if a woman was, like, of that same level of attractiveness, they wouldn't get as much popularity. Like, a lot of women's popularity is based on the looks. Completely. Completely. And, like, I suppose the example I was going to pick was, like, Fontaine's. Because yeah, they are in a very attractive band, don't get me wrong. Like, I would die for every single one of them. But, like, you don't get people listening to them That's because Green's like, attractive. That's it. None of them are, like, conventionally incredibly attractive. That was, like, the point I was making with Tom. Like, he's not ugly, don't get me wrong. But he's not, like, your stereotype of, like, attractive man. Whereas every woman that seems to get popular, especially when she when she's recognised from a look, it's always, oh, yeah, she's really stunning. And don't get me wrong, I do believe that everyone's, like, attractive in their own ways or whatever. But every woman that seems to get popular seems to look the same. They might have a different hair colour. Very true. But other than that, they look the same. And as well, like, nobody seems to mention the talent. Like, 
That's it. Georgia well, does my Georgia from Black Country plays violin exceptionally well. Like literally. Next level well. Obviously she does her own side projects with Jockstrap and whatever. But I feel like nobody really picks up on this. Everyone's like, oh my God, Georgia, will you marry me? Will you do this with me? Why don't we go out and snog on the beach? Like, not being funny. I'm, I'm free on Thursday. Are you free on Thursday too, Georgia? Not being funny, but I'd rather sit and listen to her play violin. But perhaps that's because I'm really straight, but you know. <laughs> See, I'm not, but I find them really attractive. But you don't have to make that the forefront of what she does. You can also recognise that she's a talented musician, especially when she's not a model. Her career has nothing to do with her looks in the sense of... It's, it's the fact that she's a talented um, musician. That's it. She's a musician. Like, you shouldn't have to be attractive to be considered a good musician. And that's what it comes across as to me when you've got women. Because I feel like a lot of the time, if you're like maybe not as conventionally attractive, it's a lot easier to just turn you down. Like I know it's not post punk, but Lizzo, the amount of people who have a pop at her just because she's a plus size woman and yet don't even realise that half the tunes that she sings are hers. Like if you didn't the know same what, thing I, happened. I, I think if you didn't know what she looked like, you'd think, oh yeah, she's really fit or whatever. The same thing but happened with like Lady Gaga as well. Like when Lady Gaga was starting out, there was whole of the whole thing, is she a man? Because What's she that? has a masculine facial features. There was this whole thing, oh, she's got a willy out on stage or whatever. She never did. And like she did loads of interviews that were like, so what if I was? Like she didn't give a shit about yeah. any of it because she should, didn't have to. And, like, if it was true, then so what? But it was, like, this whole thing around her in the early days of her career was, like, oh, let's tear her down because she isn't, like, the conventionally attractive, like, when she did the meat dress or the big cheekbones through Born This That's Way. It. It's, like, just because it wasn't conventional, everyone was, like, oh, let's tear her down. That's it, because, like, regardless of what a man looks like, this conversation never comes up about the look. But with a woman, it seems to be the first conversation that... You see, like as soon as they get a little bit of popularity. It's always like, oh, let's look into her skincare routine. No, let's look into her musical background. Who were her influences? What else does she do? Does she play instruments? You know, that kind of thing. I'm not pretty sure nobody gives a shit what foundation she wears unless she wants to mention it herself. Like, it's a conversation that really does anger me, so you're not on social media because, like, it's like when people are like, oh, yeah, I'm a really good feminist or whatever. Like, that extends beyond... I think I mentioned this at the start of the podcast. But that extends beyond just listening to people that you find attractive. It expands, yeah. it expands beyond just listening to music in general. But I just see a lot... It's like when you have those festival lineups that people make. I think that they're really good. But also, like, you don't have to reach for, like pop artists that would never play your fake festival just for the sake of inclusion you can look within your own genre which is kind of what we're trying to bring to the forefront today like yes it's all well and good having charlie xx and dua lipa as the headliners of your fake festival because they always get brought up when redmond and leeds has a shit and non-inclusive lineup it's all well and good having charlie xx and dua lipa but you can look within your own genre and find some gems it's like, obviously, Reginelli is the main excuse they use is having a rock background. But then you've got, like, 
I don't know, say say Blondie, maybe they're too big to do it, but they're See, in that genre. Florence and the I Machine, get Florence. I don't understand how you can use some women are too big when you've had, like, Foo Fighters headlining. Like, I don't know. I feel like with Blondie, it's the fact that they'd probably be more of a legend slot. Definitely. But they were just an example that came up because they're obviously in this more alternative. Well, like every excuse that comes up, there's... There's no women big been, enough. There's a man that's been booked that can counteract that point. Like, I don't want this to be a catfish hate podcast, but her Again. is telling me there's no talented women in music that could fill their slot at Leeds. When there is. Especially when it's expanding beyond rock. Like, I know I've said don't have Dua Lipa there for the sake of inclusion, but Storms is there. She could very easily have took Catfish's slot. And, and I think as well, it's like... People I saw get chucked about when they released that lineup last September because everyone had, like, two or three female acts on the dream lineups and she was consistently on most... And as well, Billie Eilish as well. Because, like, Billie had the biggest... Crowd ever seen at Reading and Leeds. I was there at Leeds, and yes, I didn't try to get very close, but even if I'd have tried, I couldn't have got very close because everyone was there. Like, I watched from a water bottle queue. (laughs) That's how bad it was. So, like, she's big enough to do it. I'm pretty sure she could try to tackle them all to the ground if she wanted to and play it, but like, it's just this convention that women aren't big enough, and especially in this genre that we found ourselves in, like, there's a lot of women out there, and I suppose that brings us on to the discussion of who we recommend pretty well. That's it, because I feel like a lot of the women we're talking about are a lot smaller in case of in case of like listeners, and I'm not saying that we're like influencers or anything, but a lot of like post-punk bands that I see get popular do it out of nowhere. So if your excuse is going to be the fan base isn't big enough, that requires you to listen to them as well. Like, because they will just blow up out and all were like, this time last year, I didn't know who Black Country New Road was. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now they're massive. I suppose, I think, at the top of my list has always been dry cleaning. Like, I've spoke about dry cleaning to as many people as I possibly can for ages. Like, I first saw dry cleaning in 2019, which feels like a distant memory now. But they are... Remember gigs. Remember gigs. What are they? Oh, but like, they? they're a force to be reckoned with. And like Florence, who is their lead, she is probably one of the best lyricists about at the moment. Like, I'm so excited for their album. Oh my god, me too. Obviously, I like cried my eyes out when it was announced. It felt like Christmas yeah. Day. But like, I just love that I band. My, my reaction was when you said it, like, wait, what? They don't have an album already. <laughs> Literally because it feels like they should have an album because they are that good. Like, they've got two EPs out and, like, I could listen to them on repeat and if you haven't listened to them, please just go and listen to their EPs because it's strange, it's new, and I feel like they're doing something really that hasn't been done at the moment. Um, Strong Feelings and Scratch Card Lanyard are obviously the two that have come off the album and they are both top notch and I feel like they've got a really good shot of being really high up on a lot of people's album of the year list at the end of the year and if 
I could, I'll come back to this episode of this podcast and I'll be like, I told you so, because that album is going to be massive. <laughs> like, I can't wait for it. Are we going to have a scandal now because you've started gatekeeping them or something? I've got, I've started gatekeeping, dry cleaning, as I should. Um, one of mine that I'm really excited to like see what they do, they've got a new EPO in June, is Deep Tan. Obviously worth seeing them at the windmill, if you missed out on tickets, I'm sorry. They sold out in like four minutes or something, like, and we were just iffing and arming about it. That's like I'll hold my hands up and say I have no idea who they were before we got the tickets, but then I like sat down and listened to them, and I just can't get it. It's very wacky. Like I Definitely. listened to them, and I was like, okay, because I remember messaging you after I got tickets. So I was like, right, I better listen to them now, and it's like in it's French, fun. which I didn't expect. And I was like, okay, like I was taken back by it. Baguette, but <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. Literally, like. But they're just a very interesting and very intriguing band. And obviously, their EP is out soon in the next couple of months. And yeah, I think it's going to get a lot, get a lot of people talking because they're a very cool band. But also, I'm seeing a lot of them on my socials at the moment perhaps that's because of who i follow but they're definitely a band that are pushing through who deserve it definitely like this might sound really weird i don't know if other people do the same but one of my favorite things to like find new music is look at what record shops are posted in the sense of hi we're gonna have this new release in yeah and Everyone is posting them for when the EP comes out in June. They're a very, very cool band, and I'm excited to see what they do. They're a very strange post-punk eclectic weirdness that I can't seem to get enough of. And I can't really think of anybody else I can like compare them to either. Like they're a very, very unique in the best way possible. But they're really, really cool at the same time. And I think I could say the same about Witch Fever. Definitely. Witch Fever are a band that I've loved for a long time now. And when I first started listening to them, they had like one song out, but they deserve to be massive. And like, obviously, they're supporting idols in january i think i don't even know when that tour's been pushed back to at this point but they're doing like brixton with them and they are doing some of the dates in europe and their music is just massive it is honestly such a wall of sound very feminist anti anti-sexism post-punk that deserves a lot of love and them really insane live too like they have a lot of crowd interaction and that way I would describe them to be similar to the merger capital in the show that they put on on stage very intense very in your face and something that once you've seen it you won't be able to get enough of as soon as someone mentions that someone's like the murder capital i just like right okay yeah get me tickets i wouldn't say they are in this like in the musical sense but no i know what you mean but in like, a live in, sense in that live sense exactly one of the biggest standout like support acts I think I've ever seen was Warm Drag when they supported Fontaine's DC. Like I had no idea who they were, but I was just like, what's going on? 
It was, this yeah, I cool. agree. It was this cool. This is really cool. Because I, I, I saw, like, when I saw them, I was like, I want to be in a band like this. Literally. It was very strange. Like, I swear there's only, like, two of them as well. Yeah. Um, but, like, the whole attitude of their front woman is really That's admirable. Cool. And she's, like, the, one of the coolest people about, like, they deserve... I suppose, like I'm saying about everybody, they deserve to be I mean, more appreciated. They've not really released anything since like 2018, I think. Uh, they released some seven inches in December, I believe. But hopefully but this year we'll see us. So good. Hopefully this year we'll see some new stuff from them. Yeah, they released Butch Things in 2021, that was January. But their album's really good, like if you haven't listened to it. There you go. That's your homework. <laughs> DTT is providing homework this week, guys. There if you we don't go. do it. Who said school? Who said schools are going back? We'll just start giving you <laughs> online learning. <laughs> if you're doing your GCSEs, then just don't. Just listen to us instead. Oh my god! Right. I suppose another one is loose articles. Loose articles are going to be massive and. I really love these articles. They're very cool. They're very in-your-face, very vibrant, and have a lot of new music coming out that has co- and has come out. And they're just really, really, really cool, which is a word I feel like I'm repeating a lot, but all of these artists cool. sound massive. Like That's it. Like I find it difficult to describe music as it is. Just, yeah, that's good. But it's very much, you need to listen to them to understand what we're going on about. Yeah. They're very, I, I feel like the way to decide, describe their sound is that it's very colourful. Yeah. Definitely. I can't really point you in a direction and say, this is what they sound like. They're very unique. They're very, I feel like they're something that hasn't really been done before. And when I think of women in post-punk, that's one of the things as well with like things that haven't been done before and women in post-punk like we're not for a reason not comparing them to like men it's just that all of these have such a unique sound like saying oh yeah they sound like Fontaine's DC they sound like idols would be such a disservice to them and their music because especially like these bands that are pushing through the ranks these bands that obviously they're all male like male shouty bands this is what you described it out earlier yeah they there is a part where they could all sound the same definitely but and these women that's why like not to go off topic i think that's why for me i don't like ultra mono because i was waiting for idols to do something different and they didn't fair play like i don't really like it either i didn't get to the end of the first listen because i cringed awesome. so much <laughs> but that's it like all the women that are talking about are doing such unique things but it feels like they're slipping under the radar and with loose articles like they're getting a lot of love on BBC Radio 6 at the moment and I know Steve Lamack God bless his soul plays them so true They he plays them a lot and they deserve that radio play because Definitely. everything they put out is really, really strong. And as well, like, Just Mustard, 
I saw them. Who were they supporting? Was it that Fontaine? Wait, no, it was the first time I saw Just Mustard. They were supporting Fontaine's at Gorilla in 2019. And they are post-punk but make it atmospheric. Post-bunk instrumentation, very loud instrumentation, but with quite mellow vocals that are really soft and haunting. And, like, I saw them when technically they were first starting out, but even then, like, you knew, you could feel that they were going to be big, and now they kind of are getting there, dare I say. Definitely, like, they've sort of been quiet for a year or so. So I'm just excited for whatever they bring out next. Like, I really like Wednesday. But as well, like, they repressed their vinyl, was it, to the walls again to last year? It was one. It was from one of the uh, Bandcamp Fridays towards the end of last year, and it sold out really quick. And I think that just proves... Maybe it's the Discogs fiends that have bought them all, but I'm going to pretend that it's not and say, like, I think that proves that people are sort of cottoning on to them. That's it, because, well, like, as much as Discogs fiends might be a part of it, they wouldn't buy it if they didn't think it was going to be popular. They they would have to have some sort of conversation around them if they thought they were going to be. And I think Just Mustard are great. Every band that we have mentioned here are great. They're all really unique in their own way, but they will have they have something that appeals to like fans of it, the like, bands that we mentioned before. Goes, as far as playlist goes, I don't know how well this playlist we've made is gonna gel together. It's gonna be it's very chaotic. Like, it's but, just for like a snapshot snapshot into like what each band have done. And it includes every artist that we've mentioned here with so many more that we do not really have the time to mention, but they still deserve as much love as like, all of them all. Just go on like one of the artists we've mentioned, then look at like the similar artists or something, or people who listen to, listen to whatever it's called. Yeah. You just find so many more. Especially with women, I feel like when you tap on one female artist on Spotify, a lot of your recommendations will also be women. It's just such an easy way to just find new artists. And as well, like, I know, like, everybody's Spotify discovery or I don't know if Apple Music have the same thing, but my Spotify discovery usually recommends me a lot of... recommends me a lot of different stuff, but... Once I've listened to, like, one female post-punk band, I get a lot more in my Spotify discovery. And I think Spotify discovery is a great way to discover new music. And I've discovered Blinders, Fontaines, whatever, through there when they were just babies starting out. And and I just think that playlist is a great way to find your new favourite artist, as well as ours. Exactly. Because, like, not to... Suck our own cocks, <laughs> metaphorically. But our music taste is kind of cool, and it's kind of half the reason we've started this podcast. Like, I validate our views. <laughs>
accompaniment with this week's episode of the podcast. We've made a playlist on Spotify, which is called DTT Presents Women in Post-Punk. If you just type it in on Spotify, it'll come up. It'll be in the description of this podcast. It'll be linked on all our socials. It's just got a snapshot from all the artists that we will be featuring today. It might not flow very well as a playlist because all the artists are very different in their own ways. But it gives you a good snapshot into all the artists that we've featured and some of what we think are the best songs. Obviously, feel free to disagree. (laughs) We're not going to stab you. Uh, Songs of Praise time. This week on Songs of Praise, we are featuring Slag Heap's new single, Caffeine, which is the second single to be released from their second full-length album. March and as a band they were invited to support likes of Beak, Billy Normates, Big Jonah, Fontaine's DC, Surfboat, The X, The Pop Group, The Beths and Public Practice. We'll think you'll really enjoy it. What's really going on? Um, not a lot really. <laughs> That's it. If Actually, Black Country New Road did an amazing live stream over the weekend it was probably one of the best live streams i've actually seen in a while to be honest very beautiful both visually and orally and i don't think it's available anymore the novelty of live stream gigs did sort of wear off but that was just something else like it, actually, it was. It, it was more like, like it felt more like a dream. It felt yeah. More like it was like very full than just oh yeah, we're going to stand in a room and play our instruments. Please give us your money. Which obviously, I have, no, also, I have no issue with. Get your bag. We are in the middle of a pandemic, but it also did just get a little bit tiring towards like the end of twenty twenty. I'll say. But also, the Blinders announced the tour that we discussed last week. And it's selling out at rapid rate, to be honest. They sold out three dates already. Rescheduled dates include Albert Hall and some other very pretty venues, including Electric in Camden. And it's just going to be massive. So I'd get your tickets now. This is not endorsed by the band. (laughs) But it might as well be. (laughs) Sadly, we're not being paid. We're just paying that. <laughs> They're getting their bag, but we're not. <laughs> and that's that. Right, okay, that's what's really going on because nothing else has happened this week. Nothing else has happened. Thank you for listening to Drunk Tank Think. We've been Katie and Eden, and as always, it's been lovely having you. As we've plugged several times throughout this podcast, check out the playlist that we've made, which is DTT Presents Women in Post Punk. It'll be in the description box wherever you're seeing this podcast. It'll be on our socials and it's on Spotify under the name of Drunk Tank Thing. Send us your submissions to be featured in Songs of Praise or even on what's really going on if you want to let us know about an announcement. It's just drunktankthink at outlook.com 
or you can reach out to us by DM. We'll just send you to the same place. Thanks for listening. Thank you.